right, it's 539 here on this Monday, March the 29th in the province of BC, public health, making some changes when it comes to COVID-19 restrictions. As cases surge throughout British Columbia, the province today announcing it's temporarily halting indoor dining at restaurants for at least three weeks. The new rules take effect at midnight tonight and remain in place until April the 19th. Patio dining and takeout still being allowed, but that's... I don't know, does that make up for the loss of indoor dining services? Well, for a bit of a reaction to today's announcement, please to welcome to the program the president and CEO of the British Columbia Restaurant and Food Services Association, Ian Tossinson. Ian, thanks so much for doing this. Hey, Jeff. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I, I want to ask how you're doing today, but I imagine this news has you feeling not so good. I just feel really sad for our industry and... and uh they worked so hard. Everybody, uh, well, you know, some people didn't do it right, but uh, the majority of our industry worked so hard and uh, put the um, um, COVID plans uh, up front at the very beginning of the co. And we wrote most of the protocols. And, and, you know, throughout the year, Dr. Henning many times has said that restaurant industries done a great job. They're safe. Today uh, is another problem that we're presented, though, um, is, is a problem of, of sort of transmission in a, you know, in basically between 20 and 30 year olds working in our industry that are very social and the, the premier sort of identified that today. And so we're getting situations now where um, staff are um, having issues and transmissions, not, not staff to patrons or customers. It's more, you're getting a call. Hey Jeff, you're, uh, this is, you know, uh, interior health someone on your team is tested positive for COVID, you go, what? And then all of a sudden you've got to close down. So we started to see more and more of that seems to be related to the Brazilian variant, which is more transmissible. And there's such a word as that. And uh, it's, it's, it's hastened. So we've got two problems here. We have a, we have an age cohort in our industry that's very social. And the government, and the the premier said, look, you got to cool it um, for a while. And if we can do that, and, uh, and then I think we can get back on board here in three weeks. But if it goes longer than that, I think it's going to be really tough for our industry. Many, many people in the industry are going to have a hard time uh, getting through even to the summer. Yeah, I was going to try to form a question and say, you know, who is really hurt the most by this? Is it the owners themselves? Is it those who are, you know, working as, as wait staff and hostesses that are not going to be able to really have that you know, as a, as a job anymore, like sure, there's still patio dining allowed, but it's been pretty cool and windy here in Kamloops the last couple of days. Patios don't feel like much of an option right now. Um, is there anyone in particular that's going to feel this squeeze the hardest or is it really just everyone involved in the industry is, you know, going to kind of just have to take their lickings here? Well, I think, you know, the first thing is we, um, I mean, I think that's a really, you know, uh, the, the, the cooks, the, uh, what am I trying to say here? The culinary staff, because takeout and delivery and patios are still going to operate, that's going to be a little bit of a, a reprieve. But it's the front end staff that, you know, are going to school and, and, and their servers and restaurants. They're going to be out. I mean, there's no way that these restaurants have the ability to keep them on um, payment. So they're going to be off. Um, hopefully there's some federal support for them. Uh, we don't really know. But, you know, they've been battling this and the front of the lines with all these changes and uncertainty and learning how to be a server in a pandemic. And now they've lost their job again. And, um, and I think we need to get them to influence their, their um, age cohorts to really get some discipline and really help us, you know, um, you know, cut the socialization, stay with, 
your family cohorts, you know, for three weeks. And I think we can turn this around. Um, we have to turn it around because we can't, can't keep, you know, starting the economy and then, and then, and then closing it, uh, you know, business hates that. And if we want to create employment and, you know, all the different things that comes with that, we've got to create some consistency and, and um, confidence in what, what we're doing here. And how difficult is it to try to plan right now? I mean, we're going to see these um, um, restrictions reviewed on April 19th, three weeks from now. Um, But the unknown beyond that, right? We don't know if they're going to be extended or could it be extended one week, two weeks, three weeks. We just don't know at this point in time. Is there anything that they like owners can even do or is it just a matter of sitting and, and waiting and hoping? Well, I, you know, I, I this, these are some of the questions. I mean, I think we're going to, we're going to try to, to get the owners to do some, you know, some strong communication to all the staff, you know, and what part can we play? I mean, we, we were an industry of 190,000, uh, 193,000 people, you know, and, and a younger demographic. So we can influence that. I'm going to, uh, I, you know, talk to Dr. Henry, how we can do some campaigns. I mean, I, I no one wants to be said, Hey, stop socializing and stuff. Everybody's frustrated. And there's a lot of it going on, but I think today demonstrates the the consequences of you know when and it, yeah it almost comes like too parenty right or too preachy, but you know if you say you know if you don't sort of curtail this when you're young and saying it seems fine I can have a you know with my friends and stuff nothing's happening, well it is starting to happen because of this Brazilian variant, and I don't know how we get through to it, but it, we need to take a break for three weeks three weeks will get us a lifetime. But if we don't do this as a, as a community, then, you know, um, we're going to, you know, we're going to lose an industry or parts of the industry and employment. There's a lot at risk here. So I hope everybody can have a little chat with each other, you know, at different age groups and say, let's just, let's do what, let's do something different in BC that has been done anywhere else and, and see how we can snuff this out. If we can do that and get an attitude, then I think we can, we can get back to business. And then what we're at April 19th then, uh, we've been going into April, beginning of May, um, you know, with a clean, clean slate and hopefully uh, a pretty decent summer. Well, but it's up to, it's up to BC. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we we are shut down now, so we're doing our thing, but I think it's up to everybody in BC right now to really get the message out and support each other to change our behaviors for a little while here. Well, absolutely. And we keep talking about how there's this light at the end of the tunnel while it feels like that light got a little bit darker here today based on uh, what we heard. Uh, I guess it's pretty much deja vu, eh? It's almost a year to the day, practically, where we saw restaurants almost shut down completely in the month of April in 2020. Okay, so I guess they're not being shut down completely. As you mentioned, that it's uh, uh, we still have takeout, we still have patio services uh, available if you are a restaurant that has the ability to even offer that uh, patio service. That's always uh, something that not everyone, of course, has the ability to do. But, uh, yeah, does this feel like uh, April 2020 all over again for you? Well, it does, and... Um uh, I, I was so, I've been, you know, so proud of our industry and I was, I've been saying, you know, we're the only place in North America practically that never had to shut down once we opened because it's God's gone so well for us here. And now we've got sideswiped by this and it's no one's fault. I mean, we, we, so we just, you know, it's not, no one's pointing fingers here. But, um, when I talked to uh, several business owners today and, um, they kind of couldn't believe what I was telling them, I, I, I actually got tears in my eyes. I sort of thought, We've just regressed now after all this work that everybody's done and the countless hours and the exhaustion that everybody's under and to say, oh, by the way, um, you know, we got to, we got to go back to square one practically. Um, That really, that was a lot of pride, I think, for our industry because we were being, and it, but it's still there. I mean, the underlying safety in a restaurant is, is so strong. 
It's just that the it's the people that are in the stream, the social stream that are working in it, uh, are having some difficulties getting the COVID thing under control. So, yeah, it, it really did feel like that. And um, so it just makes me and, and our organization more determined to get us back on track here as soon as we can because there's people right now that own businesses and candles and stuff and just going, you know what now, right? I mean, how much more money do we have to spend? Or maybe we don't even have any money left to spend. Yeah. Because we put everything into this for the last year in hopes that something something good is going to happen. I'll get you out of here on this, Ian, but uh, just we've talked about it before. It might even be a bit of a moot point here at this stage of the game, but in terms of the push for for regional restrictions, you know, just numbers. I look at us here in the interior and in Kamloops, and I just, we're not doing that bad in all things considered when we look at what's going on in the mainland, right? We look at Fraser Health and we look at uh, Vancouver Coastal Health and even Northern Health has started to see a spike in cases in recent weeks. But in in the interior, it's felt like it hasn't really been all that bad, especially, you know, comparing to those other jurisdictions. Has there been any further push from your organization in relation to uh, regional restrictions or is provincial health officials just pushing back saying, hey, if we were to, you know, let the interior kind of go ahead as normal, then we'll just see people start traveling to the interior and then we're going to be dealing with outbreaks here. Is that some of the message maybe that you've been receiving and when you look for those potential for regional restrictions? They'd be really good for tourism and cameras, right? You want to go and eat in a restaurant, you got to go to cameras. I like that. Um, I think the problem is, is that uh, Dr. Henry doesn't want to do that because it's hard enough, you know, it's under, you know, I mean, we live and breathe this, we understand this stuff, but uh, the, the person, the public, they get confused. And so if you said, well, I have a different set of rules in Kamloops, but, you know, maybe, you know, um, Kelowna is different. And then people go, hang on a second, now where do the rules apply and stuff? And, and she's trying to keep it disciplined for all of us. She did say to us today, they're seeing, you know, the transmission that went to Whistler is coming back to Whistler. Now it's spreading into schools. And so she's in some stuff on Vancouver Island. So I think she's a little cautious about, that's why they said today, if you have to travel, like, please don't. Uh, or if you have to travel, travel. But if you don't have to travel, don't travel. They're just they're just seeing this. And it's, again, it's we've, we've tried to talk about it. But if we did it in the lower mainland. So at one point, Fraser, uh, Fraser Valley was way off the charts compared to, Coast, uh, Vancouver Coastal Health. But then, you know, the argument was, yeah, well, people just start driving all over the place to go yeah. do what they want to do. Just if you shut it down in Surrey, they're going to go into Vancouver and vice versa. So I guess this is what, what the best approach is uh, that she feels is the right way to do it. Well, April 19th, it'll definitely be a date I'll have in the back of my mind here for the next three weeks. Hopefully, if BC things uh, go in the right direction and uh, can open restaurants back up because there's, uh, well, as the weather warms up, we all want a spot at the table, and hopefully there's a lot of tables being offered for us to sit at at that point in time. So, thanks. Well, you're right. And the local restaurants are open for takeout and delivery, and so, you know, I always want to say thank you for the support that the, the community gives them because it's so important. And uh, if we work together, we'll get through this. I know we will. Ian, thank you so much for the time. As always, appreciate this. Best of luck, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep that April nineteenth date in mind, and hopefully, it's good things ahead, and we can catch up soon. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Awesome stuff. There's Ian Tossinson right now, the president and CEO of the British Columbia Restaurant and Food Services Association. So again, as of midnight tonight, restaurants across the province no longer being allowed to offer dine-in services, takeout, and patio services only. So I guess. <laughs> Dine indoors services is probably the best way to put it because you can still go and sit at a patio if a restaurant has the ability to offer that service. That uh, that new restriction makes that extended patio season that we've 
had in Kamloops last summer that we're going to see continue here into this summer, man, that certainly is a, a big thing to be appreciative of is having those extensions being put in place by the city, allowing restaurants to move out onto the sidewalks to be able to offer a, a more safe dining service seems more important now more than ever. We're not quite there yet. I know some of the, the patios are kind of starting to go up here in the next little bit, and hopefully they'll have the ability to uh, expand their their seats, the, the number of seats available in the recent in the coming weeks. We're not quite there yet, and the weather's not quite cooperating just yet, but we do have a long weekend coming up, and wouldn't it be nice to be able to uh, you know, sit down and, and have a beverage out on a patio somewhere or maybe have a nice meal somewhere? That is definitely something I hope to be able to do uh, you know, this coming Good Friday, Easter long weekend. But uh, the options are definitely going to be fewer and farther between as of midnight tonight. So there you go. If you want to dine inside somewhere, you got six hours to go about doing it. I don't know if that's the message I should end things on. But I am. If you want to go out and dine, tonight's the night. Go do it.